0: This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert.
1: It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible. We do appreciate those of you who are watching. Likely, we have some who are watching today for the first time. And may I welcome you to Getting to Know Your Bible. I'm sure we have those that watch every time we come on the air, and may I thank you for tuning in as well. Today we're going to discuss a subject that is suggested by a passage from the Old Testament, and the subject is, caution, don't forget, don't forget. Now on Getting to Know Your Bible, we offer a free Bible correspondence course, and I would like to emphasize that it is free, We'd like for you to have this Bible course. And uh, this course is designed to help you to get to know the Bible better. We want you to have the opportunity to call and to request the free Bible course. But first, in order that you might know more about the course and that you might know how to receive the course, let's pause for just a moment. I want to read now from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he sware to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full of all good things which you did not fill, hewn out wells which you did not dig vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant, when you have eaten and are full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Often we forget the things that we should remember and remember the things that we should forget. Now, there are things we should forget. We we should forget evil things that perhaps that have been done uh, against us, wrongs that we have suffered. We, We should forget old sins once those old sins have been forgiven. But we're, we are to remember certain things that the text says, Beware lest thou forget the Lord. Some of life's greatest things are often forgotten. Now the root of forgetting is this, Beware lest you forget God. God is worthy of being remembered. He's worthy of being remembered because He is God. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1 says, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth. God is worthy of being remembered. That's a rather unfortunate thing that some forget Him. Even in the Old Testament, his people would become forgetful. In Jeremiah, the second chapter, and verse 32, the prophet said, Can a maid forget her ornaments or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. And so they forgot about God. The rich farmer of whom we read in Luke, the 12th chapter, forgot the main thing. There was a certain farmer and his grounds brought forth plentifully and he thought within himself, Now what am I going to do with all of this? And he said, Now this is what I'll do. I'll just pull down my barns and I'll build greater and there I'll bestow all of my fruits and my goods and I'll say to my soul, Soul, thou'st goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. In other words, have a good time. But God came to him and said, Thou fool, This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? You see, this man talked about my fruits, my goods, my barns, my soul, and even his future. But he did not take God into account. Not one time did he think about God. This man made a lot of mistakes. And one of those mistakes is the same mistake that people are making today leaving God out. This man was a very prosperous man. Why well, he had so much that he did not have a place to put everything that he had that his farm had produced. And so he's going to have to tear down his barns and he's going to have to build some bigger barns. The fact is often prosperity leads to forgetfulness. The the United States of America has been a very prosperous nation. We are now in an economic slump, but prior to that we were riding the crest of prosperity And I fear that that was one of the reasons that in America people have forgotten about God. I want you to listen to a passage found in Deuteronomy, the the 32nd chapter, and verse 15. But Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. You grew fat. You grew thick. You are obese. Then he forsook God who made him and scornfully esteemed the rock of his salvation. Notice he said that you grew fat, you you kicked, kicked against God. They were prosperous. He's not talking about one's physical makeup here. He's talking about the, the attitude that one has toward God and prosperity can cause an individual to forget about God. This happened to the man in Luke chapter 15. And it has happened to millions and millions of people since that time. But, But the caution in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 12 is this, beware lest you forget. Now there are some things we should never forget. For example, we should never forget the Word of God. In James 1, 25, the Bible says, Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, this man be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. And so we should never be a forgetful hearer of the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1 says, Take heed to the things which you have heard, lest any time you should let them slip. That is, you forget about them. Well, what is there about the Word of God that we ought to remember? Well, I would just, I could say, I don't know of anything about the Word of God that we shouldn't remember. But we need to remember that the Bible teaches that that God created everything. The opening sentence of the Bible is, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And Jesus affirmed that in Matthew chapter 19 and and in verse 4 when in talking about marriage that he pointed back to the creation of the world. We need to remember that Jesus is the divine son of the living God. There's never been a time Jesus did not exist. Matter of fact, in John 8, 58, Jesus said before Abraham was, I am, I am. But Jesus came into the world as God's Son, but He came in human form. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3 and verse 16. And when He was manifest in the flesh, He was declared to be the Son of God with power according uh, 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 according to the Spirit by the resurrection from the dead. The day Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, God was affirming that this indeed was His Son. We ought to remember what the Bible teaches about the mission of Jesus. He came into the world to seek and He came to save that which is lost. He came into the world to do God's will. In John 4:34, He said, My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me. We also need to remember what the Bible teaches about Jesus' authority. All authority hath been given unto me in heaven and on earth, Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. And when we remember what the Bible teaches about the authority of Christ, then if we love Him, we'll submit to His authority. We'll do what Jesus says over what someone else would say. And then we need to remember the word of the Lord on the on the subject of heaven, that heaven is a real place. And the Bible teaches heaven is real. In Second Corinthians chapter five and one, Paul is talking about the afterlife. And he says we know that if there's earthly house of our tabernacle word is of we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Another thing to remember about God's Word is how foolish it is for us to forget it. It's a foolish thing, foolish, to forget the Word of God. In Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 24, Jesus said, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, him will I liken to a wise man that built his house upon the rock, and the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it is founded on a rock. But then he said, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, him will I liken unto a foolish man that built his house upon the sand, and the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. It's a foolish thing to forget the word of God. So one thing that we need to remember, we need to remember the Word of God. Do not be a forgetful hearer of the Word. But something else we need to remember are the benefits of God. And the benefits of God are so numerous that time would not permit on a number of telecasts for us to enumerate all of the benefits of God. Listen to a passage in the Old Testament from the psalmist in Psalms 103 verse 2. Bless the Lord Oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Do not forget how God has blessed you and benefited you. I've often thought that if we are not thankful for the things that God has given to us, why should we expect God to want to give us anything else? And yet people go, day after day, year after year, without ever stopping to thank God for all of the blessings that they have. Everything you have comes from God. James 1, 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So all of the blessings that God has, has showered upon us Ought to be remembered. We ought to remember those blessings. For example, over in the book of Deuteronomy again, this time in the eighth chapter and in verse number 18, listen listen to what Moses said And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth, that He may establish His covenant which He swear to your fathers as it is this day. I want you to think about that statement. It is he who gives you power to get wealth. Now, there is a debate going on among politicians about who's rich. Well, I say they say you're rich if you make a certain amount of money. No, someone says you're not rich until you make another amount of money. The fact of the matter is every person living in America is rich. If you were to compare what the average person has in America with what people have in some of the third world countries of the world, we are rich. We are rich. And I would be afraid to say I was not. God has so blessed us. He has blessed us. He's blessed us with physical blessings beyond measure. You think about the freedom that we enjoy. Consider the air that you breathe, the food you have, the clothes on your back, the house in which you live. Consider your family. And we could go on and on and on with the blessings that God has showered upon you. And then think about the spiritual blessings. All spiritual blessings are found in Jesus Christ. And when we are obey the gospel by believing on Christ and repenting of our sins, confessing faith in Christ, and by being baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, we then have access to those spiritual blessings. If all spiritual blessings are in Christ, Ephesians 1, 3, and we're baptized into Christ, Galatians three twenty seven. it just stands to reason that we have access to those blessings when we are in Jesus Christ as a penitent, confessing believer, we have been baptized into him. And that's when we have those spiritual blessings. They're blessings that God confers upon all people, whether they are spiritually minded or not spiritually minded. Those are the physical blessings, the material blessings of life. But there are certain benefits that God gives to those who belong to him. And we should never, ever, under any circumstances, Forget what God has done for us in blessing us. And it is a sad thing when people are like the ten lepers of whom we read in the New Testament. Uh, there were ten lepers, and they came to Jesus, and they wanted to be healed. And, and they went their way, and, and they were healed. And of the ten, there was only one that returned to, to glorify God and to express gratitude for what had been done for him. And isn't it a sad thing when people receive blessings at the hands of God day after day after day, and they never stop to acknowledge the one from whom all blessings flow. Never, ever forget what God has done. We should not forget the consequences of sin. Perhaps that's the reason in Luke 17 and 32 Jesus said, Remember Lot's wife. Jesus wants us to remember the consequence of disobedience. Someone says, well, I I think I'll get away with it. No, you will not. The Bible says in Numbers 32 verse 23, Be sure your sin will find you out. And sin will find you out. And you'll pay for your sin. Don't ever forget the consequences of sin. When we stop and we think about the consequence of a life of sin, surely it would cause us to want to live a different kind of life. And sin will find you out. It's going to find you out in the execution of human law. Sin will find you out in your body. There are people today that are suffering in their physical body because they have violated some law of God. Maybe they have uh, done things that has caused the breakdown of their body. They've damaged their bodies and they're paying a price for it. Sin is going to find you out in your body. Sin will find you out in your children. I don't mean by that that children inherit your sin because indeed they do not. Children do not inherit the 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 sins of their parents. Um, It was Ezekiel who said, The soul that sinneth it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. But children may suffer as a result of the sins of other people. That is, their father may be uh, prone to drink, and he spends all of the money that he would normally spend to help support his family on alcohol, and the family suffers as a result your sin will find you out even in your family and your sin will find you out one day in death and in the judgment and in eternity don't ever forget the consequence of sin but then never forget what jesus christ has done uh, it's 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 easy to forget i, I realize it's oh easy forget. All of us are are forgetful at times and uh, I could illustrate that in my life by things that I have forgotten and simple things, things that I had planned to do and then I I could not remember what it was that I had planned to do. So all of us get there uh, sometime or other in our lives. But never forget what Jesus has done. In 2 Peter 1 and 9, Peter said, He that lacketh these these things is blind, and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten. But what did he forget? That he was purged from his old sins. Don't ever forget what Jesus Christ has done for you. On the Lord's Day, the first day of the week, on Sunday, Christians are to assemble to worship. And when they assemble to worship, one of the reasons they come together is to remember what Jesus has done. When Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper, he said in Luke chapter 22 and verse 19, this do, this do in remembrance of me. You do this to remember me. Uh, the, the world as a whole has forgotten about Jesus. As a matter of fact, there are those in the world who have turned against Jesus. But as Christians, we need to constantly remember what Jesus Christ has done. He died on the cross for our salvation, His race and the dead, that you and I might have the hope of the resurrection as well. This do in remembrance of me. Don't ever forget what Jesus Christ has done. You say, I understand what Jesus has done, Brother Lambert, but I'm not a Christian. I don't observe the Lord's Supper every Sunday. And someone else may say, well, we, we don't do that where I go to church every Sunday. Let me read a passage to you from the book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 7. Upon the first day of the week, When the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached to them. It was the practice of early Christians to come together on the first day of every week to remember Jesus by partaking of the Lord's Supper. Don't ever forget what Jesus has done. And then don't don't ever forget your first love in the second chapter of the book of Revelation, the Lord is writing to the church in Ephesus. And there were several things for which He commended that church. But then in verse 5, He said, but I have somewhat against you because you've left your first love. I want you to recall your first love with Jesus. Recall the place that prayer once had in your life. Recall the place that the reading of the Bible once had in your life. Recall the place that worship once had in your heart. Why don't you come back to your first love? Remember your first love. I I may be speaking to someone right now who is a member of the Church of Christ who has drifted from the Lord. And may I plead with you, come back home today. What's the result of forgetting God? Well, when we forget God, that, that can destroy a nation of people. In Psalms chapter 32 and verse 12, the, the psalmist said, Blessed is the nation who, whose God is the Lord. But in Psalms chapter 9 and verse 17, he said, the wicked shall be turned into hell, and all of the nations that forget God. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people, Proverbs fourteen thirty four. When we forget God, that can destroy a nation of people. And another result of forgetting is that your memory will haunt you in eternity. In the 16th chapter of Luke, there was a rich man who died and he lost his soul. And he began to remember things. He he began to remember God. He he began to remember the the poor man, Lazarus, that laid at his gate that was full of sores. And he began to, to, to plead for mercy. As a matter of fact, in Luke 16, he says, have mercy, have mercy. But it was too late said, you see, your memory will haunt you in eternity. Let me ask you, are you leaving God out? you leaving Him out of your life? How's that working out for you? Are you really happy? Are you content? Are you ready? Let me encourage you. Remember Him now. If you're not a Christian, Please let me encourage you to become one today. Come a believer as a believer in Jesus, repenting of your sins, confessing you believe in Christ. Be baptized into Christ because Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. If you're an unfaithful member of Christ's church, I'd encourage you to get your life right with God today. In the closing moments, may I give you a personal invitation to visit the Church of Christ in your community. If you're not certain where it's located, you call us. We'll give you the location. But let me encourage you to visit as, at your next opportunity. And also, pick up the telephone right now. Please don't hesitate and call for the free. Bible Correspondence Course. We have people all the time telling us that's the best thing they've ever done. They have learned more about the Bible by using this Bible Correspondence Course. I want to urge you, please do it today. I want to thank you for watching, and until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer.
0: We want to help you as much as possible in your search for a personal relationship with God you can now easily access our free Bible correspondence course online at gettingtoknowyourbible.com. If there's any way we can help you grow closer to God, please email us at gettingtoknowyourbible at yahoo.com or call us anytime at 1-877-711-5214. Getting to Know Your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, P.O. Box 314, Summerdale, Alabama 36580 or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bible.